Hello and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host Gary and we will be talking about anime and Dragon Ball and all the good stuff that you love. Joining me as always is Alfonso and Ben. Alfonso, say hello. Hello, hello. How has Alfonso's anime selections been? Wait, wait. Um, it's been okay. Starting to catch up on a lot of anime that I wanted to watch. Finally got time to. Um, yeah, Shannon's still persistent of this anime recommendation. So yes, today is her recommendation once again. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it once again, but not my choice. Other than that, I'm looking forward to talking to your recommendation. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this for the last two weeks and before I get to, so I'm ready. <laughs> ben, how have you been and how has your anime been? I haven't really been watching much anime, if I'm honest. I've been busy, um, but I'm excited to talk about the manga. Yeah. Yeah, the manga. The Dragon Ball Super manga. Uh, well, should we just get into it then? Sure. Um, Alrighty. The uh, latest issue of the manga came out, and it still is not ending this saga of granola and gas. It's still going. The movie's coming out next week, I believe, isn't it? In Japan? Two more weeks. A um, couple June weeks. 12th, yeah, it? so. Yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks. The movie comes out, but here we are. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about the manga. Last we left off, we found out that Bardock uh was able to defeat gas in a way that i kind of still don't quite understand but they try to explain it to me here and it just makes it even more confusing um but yeah uh we pick up with um goku essentially having childhood memories uh of his dad uh returning home all beat up from the battle with gas um leaving coming back his mom worrying about him um, pictures of Raditz and then him sending Goku off uh, before the planet was destroyed. Um, so before I had rumors and people were talking about how they're going to be pissed off because the wish that Bardock made in the last issue was going to fundamentally change things. And I don't think I understood it in that issue, but I understand it more in this issue. Um and I kind of want to bring it up here because essentially we find out that the only reason Goku is pretty much better than Vegeta at this point is because of the wish that Bardock made. <laughs> um, Raditz and Goku survived because Bardock wished for his children to strive. Um, and in a way, this is how they're striving. Raditz obviously was killed, but Goku is striving. And because of that wish, which is apparently still having the effects, Goku is still feeling the effects of it. He's constantly rising above what he's technically supposed to be able to do as a world-class Saiyan. Um, do do you feel the same way, Ben? Because that's how I feel. Like, Goku's really become this powerful. I thought his wish was already over. I thought the wish had finished. I thought it was only wish that the kids would thrive. He's, he's not a kid anymore. He's an adult. So, you know, I feel like that, that once he, I feel like he it really only counted to Dragon Ball, like the original Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. I would explain some of the stuff that why Goku survived some of the stuff he did. Like there were so many miracle things that happened to, to, to that Goku survived in the OG Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's true. Like it, it would explain rather than RNG saving him every time, like having the <laughs> like a a Dragon Ball in the in the correct position so he doesn't die. And you know, mm-hmm. I feel like the wish probably lasted until Goku fought Raditz, and then them clashing kind of ended the wish. So, because they died at the same time, the wish ended. Is that what you're? Yeah, because they technically they their life thrived until they both died, and now they're back alive again. Well, one of them is alive. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Goku's <laughs> <sure>. alive again. <laughs> yes, 
Um, so therefore, the wish had yeah had it. And it, 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 this is a Massacre X's YouTube video, but it makes sense in a way. Kind of like how like all the wishes have like a like a curse. Like um, the guy Granola got stronger, but in result, his life got shorter. Yeah. Maybe the wish was that they got to thrive, but when they got old enough, they ended up having to fight each other. Like that's the downside of the wish. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, let's move on then, I guess. Um, we also find out that essentially Raditz was able to win because of Saiyan Pride that gave him enough energy to defeat Gas somehow. Um, which again, to me, doesn't make any sense because if it was Saiyan Pride that gave you that much power, um, to essentially always win at the last second, however you want to look at it. Um, Vegeta, I guess, was doing it wrong. I don't quite understand it. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I still don't quite understand how Raditz was able to beat Gas. Like, you just, yeah, Bardock, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bardock was able to beat Gas. It just, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, he just had pride and all of a sudden he got this insane power boost and won. I think it's because um, Gas. If that was, was the young. case, Vegeta should have won every fight because of that pride. <laughs> I think it's more that Gas was young and didn't understand what he meant, really. So that's why he won. Like, I guess because like in Gas, the issue, Gas could Goku not, could, straight up says like, "I don't like to him the way he's understanding pride is faith in his own power." Yeah, is essentially and what he says. Look at Gas and Granola; they don't have faith in their own power because they wished for power. Yeah, I guess. And even in, and look at Gas as well. He he has so little faith in his own power that he has to steal his power away because he goes crazy. So I don't know. It's it, it's all weird to me, but. During this whole conversation that Vegeta and Goku have about Saiyan Pride and all that, Gas returns to the planet. Um, the Namekian there is able to heal them a little bit, um, and he first puts them in Saiyan armor, and they're both like, what the hell is this? Goku's like, I hate this shit, and Vegeta's like, I don't like this outfit either, even though he wore it for so long. Um, but he gives them back their normal clothing afterwards. Gas returns to the planet, and now Goku and Vegeta are essentially about to team up again to take on gas um yeah it was actually a pretty cool watch it, it was a uh, watch it was actually a pretty cool read because i love the image of the two of them transforming together yeah that was so um, good that was cool goku going ultra, ultra instinct and vegeta going uh, ultra ego is it yeah. yeah um yeah and like the insane power boost which kind of like startles gas at first but again um it comes to the point where um, Eric, um, he pretty much tells his group that they don't really have anything to fear because they already had this form before the wish was made for Gas to become the strongest. So even though they have this insane power boost, technically they're still weaker than Gas because they already had this power before then. Yeah, but I feel like so that's they... why they don't understand how Saiyans work. So they might have had this form before, but that doesn't mean they're the, the, the same power level. <laughs> yeah, they get stronger after every yeah. battle and after every near-death experience. Um, so they attack Gas together. Uh, it's a cool fight. Uh, but again, they don't really make any headway, do they? Um, Gas is able to dodge yeah. Ultra Instinct. He's able to block Ultra Ego. Um, and he gets to the point where... I'm fast-forwarding here. Um, yeah. He's taking There's... the two of them out. They they team up, and they're able to land yeah. a few hits together. Yeah. Um, but not many. Gas is still able to kind of dodge, block, um, use his yeah. uh, ability to, to forge weapons out of energy. He's essentially like a Green Lantern, if you really think about it. Um, 
but Goku or Vegeta uses um, Hakai. He creates one of the Hakai balls, uh, yeah. one of the God of Destruction moves, and he throws it at Gas uh, while Gas is like stomping the shit out of Goku. Goku yeah. instant transmissions out of there. Uh, Gas is able to block the attack with one of his shields that he creates, um, but he's not able to essentially stop it when Goku jumps in with Vegeta to kind of push the attack forward. Yeah. Um, and even though they think they're about to win, uh, Gas is still able to push it out of the way. And this was, I thought, a funny move, because as the energy attack is coming towards <laughs> Vegeta and Goku, Vegeta just gets the hell out of the way and leaves yeah. Goku to fend for himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Goku is getting pushed back into the city. Vegeta attacks Gas, who's able to counter and kick him right in the gut, and then start beating the shit out of him. And as he's beating the shit out of him, Vegeta starts to laugh at him. Yeah. And Gas doesn't quite understand why. Um, we go back to Goku, who's getting closer to the city uh, that's in that big orb, protected by the big orb. Uh, but he's able to get rid of the attack. He sees that Vegeta is in trouble um, and instant transmissions to help Vegeta. But right as he gets there, Vegeta is able to just like punch the shit out of Gas, sending him flying across. Um, and Gas is like, what the hell is going on? Why are you doing this? And it all comes back to Vegeta's ultra ego ability. And that ability is the more he gets hurt, the stronger he gets. And yep. that seems to be what's going to be the trump card here. If if we're really looking at it, like is Vegeta is Vegeta going to take enough damage to the point where that damage is going to lead him to be more powerful than Gas? Is, is essentially what I'm looking at. They're hinting towards. Yeah. Um. But is this going to be a life threatening move for Vegeta? Which I don't think really matters when you talk about life threatening because. The movie takes place after this, so we know Vegeta survives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's essentially where it ends. Um, also, you you kind of missed the fact that they say that they wished for him to be strongest of the, in, the, in the universe, but also mm-hmm. it kind of teases that Gas might not be from this universe. Like the way they talk about it, I, mm-hmm. I feel like Gas might be from a different universe altogether. Interesting. So, which means that if he's, be- he's become the strongest of the universe, it might not even be the strongest of this universe. So then, would that mean he's from a weaker universe? Or from a stronger universe than this one? Could be from a stronger universe. Hmm. Remember, there's those, those universes that were kept out of the Tournament of Power because they were too high moral level. Yeah. So. Yeah, but then what would be the point? If he's from another universe that's more powerful, why even... Like, he should have been more powerful to beat them in the first place. I mean, just because guess, he had the potential to be more powerful doesn't mean he technically is yet. But And who said he wasn't before anyway? We never saw him fight. But they, have to reside, the but they have to be residing in this universe because they've been working for True. Frieza for so long. I mean, the universe Even got destroyed a long time ago. before he destroyed Mine of Vegeta. Yeah, but the universe itself got destroyed a long time ago. That doesn't mean... Xena destroyed a lot of universes, remember? So he yeah. could have been here since he was a kid, for all we know. He... He might be from a different universe, but he could have grown up in Universe 7. Mm. Like, we don't know anything about Gas, really. So, Well, that's why I think he's a terrible character, personally. But, um, Yeah, at this point, I, I'd, I'd rather have Granola. <laughs> um, and that's another thing. Like, if Granola made a wish, and the only way that wish was granted was to take his life force, was the same type of thing done to Gas? Like, is that how it's going to end? Like, Gas's life force is going to run out, and he's going to die? That's how they're going to win? But I'm glad you, because I totally uh-huh. forgot that the only way the dragon was able to make that wish was to take his life for yeah from shrink, granola. Shrink so, his life from 150 years to five. 
Yeah, I I would have to imagine that it had to have done the same thing to Gas, right? Gas Maybe. just doesn't know it because Eric was the yeah. one who made the wish for him. Yeah. Interesting. I guess we'll find out. At this point, I have zero faith that Freeze is going to show up. <laughs> but hey! Uh, hey this I is don't going. give up our faith. Why? Freeze is your guy. <laughs> a character who's I mean, been central all... to the story in the background isn't going to show up is really sad. I mean, it's all bad news for you, though, with the recent... Well, you know. We'll find out. Uh, but anything else you want to add to this, Ben? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Alfonso, any thoughts on what you've heard? Is Vegeta finally going to get his win? Will he <laughs> not get robbed? <laughs> He's going to get a win by default, essentially? <laughs> Gas is just going to kick over and die? <laughs> yeah. that, that's all I'm curious about. Like, you say, I'm, I'm listening to what you say, and it's like, Vegeta's finally going to get his win? Finally. I mean, we, I mean, I can't say finally because there's times that we all thought Vegeta was going to get his win, and he ended up still getting robbed. So, yeah. I, I'm just hoping he gets something. Because, come on, it's long enough now. Especially lately, how Vegeta is, like, his character development has just Im- keep improving. I mean, yes, he, he still does his sneaky, shitty moments to Goku, but still, as a character, as a family man, he, he's definitely improved. So, I'm, I'm, I'm curious if he's going to find his way. Well, let's really think about it, though. It's like, that will any of the fights that anybody else won would have won without Vegeta, technically? I mean, it was because of Vegeta that Gohan beat Cell. <laughs> it's the only reason. Um, it was because of Vegeta that Goku was able to beat Boo. With I thought you also Hercule. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> Vegeta played okay. an integral part there. Yeah. Um, so let me rephrase what I said. Will Vegeta <laughs> finally get his win by his hand? <laughs> from a, a main boss that and I'm not talking mini boss like the guinea force. Let me add a main yeah. a main boss. That's that's what I need to say. I would hope so. Because what you say it is is true, yes. G- G- yeah, I mean, help, but... Goku wouldn't have beat Jiren if Goku if Vegeta didn't kill him the last of his Yeah. Power. Yeah. 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 Um I would hope so. Like I, I think Vegeta's definitely due for for a win, man. He really is. And why not let it be this one? If it's the but... only win he's gonna get. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Ultra Ego is interesting. I really like Ultra Ego. Uh, he gets stronger every time. He is essentially the Berserker saying oh, that Brawly yeah. goes through, except, yeah. you know, Brawly's... I guess you can say Brawly's his life-threatening, too. He'll eventually die from it, from going too crazy. Um, but Vegeta I'm obviously probably. has more control than Brawly did. Um, or did, I should um, Yeah. But I like the power. I think it's cool. Um, uh-huh. It definitely suits his character. Uh, of just getting the shit beat out of him all the time and coming back with like one final attack we've seen it for so long you know even during the Saiyan saga when we thought Vegeta was out he comes back all the time um yeah it, it's just what he does <laughs> you mm-hmm. know yeah um so yeah that was the manga mm-hmm. hopefully it's coming to an end this storyline I think I, I'm gonna say maybe two more issues before it's done <laughs> at least this story um but yeah let's move on to the movie then more movie talk, more trailers. We got two teaser trailers, Ben. The one you showed me, and there's yeah. one that came out before that as well. Yeah. Um, let's start with the one that you showed me because it has Frieza in it, and that yeah, got my... it does have Frieza. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I I got super excited with that one. Um, I'm confused with this. He doesn't show up in the manga, but you in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean. I don't know to what length he's gonna be in the movie. I'm 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 guessing it's not gonna be very long. Uh, well, I, I, I expect I, it to I be as long as Goku and Vegeta. 
Like everyone's like, oh my god, Goku and Vegeta in a movie. I'm like, don't expect more than what we've seen. Like I expect. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be more of the Red Ribbon Army, this new Red Ribbon Army, like showing data yeah. footage of them watching Frieza, or maybe it's going to be at the end where Frieza's coming back at the end to Earth. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we saw Frieza. We saw a bunch of stuff. We saw Brawly in full force now. Before we just saw little snippets of him in the trailers, but yeah. now we see uh-huh. him in full force in the trailer yeah. with a black spandex shirt, which he should always have on because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and his, his, his friends. We see Goten and Trunks actually doing something. Yeah. yeah. Separately, not as Gotenks. Um, yeah. We saw very small snippets of Gotenks uh, so far. Yeah. Um, but we yeah, see Krillin um, is now in the army and is about to deploy from an airship. <laughs> yeah. Poor Krillin. <laughs> Has to do all the work while his wife just schemes to get free money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, out of all the, the easiest way possible. And a bummer's wish to have a bigger ass. <laughs> Seriously. You know, I, I'm surprised that 18 and 17 aren't featured more with this, especially since it has to do with the Red Ribbon Army. Yeah. Um, and Androids. I would think they kind of have more to do, but maybe they do, they just haven't really shown it. Uh-huh. Um, I, love, I love the boo, though. The boo is so cute. Yeah, Boo sleeping on the on uh on the yeah. on the chair there. Adorable. Yeah. Um but with this trailer was the trailer that they released before as well, which showed off a lot of Gohan. Yeah. Um we see him go Super Saiyan, but the big thing again was him going ultimate. Ultimate Gohan. Um Yeah. We see Piccolo in his new form. Um we see a lot of destruction. Ultimate Piccolo. Yeah, a lot of destruction. We see what looks like Boo's um, uh, human extermination attack that he did at the end of yeah. Z. At least it looks yeah. like it. I don't know if Boo does it. Yeah. I don't know why he would do it. Um, yeah. Or it's probably just something else. We don't know. Um, it could be. And how can I, I put I, this? I think, it, I think it's just someone powering it, up. It could be. Or it could be if Cell appears in the movie, a new Cell with Boo's DNA doing the move. Um or it could be if the rumors are true, Raditz doing yeah. some day of the week attack. I don't know which day it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Trying Friday. It's not going to be Sunday, that's for sure, because that's double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't be Saturday because that's crush. Uh, Raditz's moves. He, he, he's really limited to seven moves, so he's got to really pick and choose. <laughs> Okay, he's already got Cyclone Monday. Uh, oh no, he's got he's got two for Monday. He's got Dynamite Monday as well. Oh shit! So More double, options. Then. <laughs> double, double Sunday, Saturday Crush. Uh, what are all the Radis's moves? We, he's also we got the, he's also got the weekly special. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he's only got Who Friday from. He's already got Friday from Xenoverse. Uh, <laughs> Shining Friday. Perfect. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a more powerful version of Saturday Crush. Shining Friday. Uh-huh. Nah. So yeah, we've got the weekly special. The so weekend, we're somewhere missing Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Disappointment Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah. Um. Akira Toriyama came out recently and said that. In a little interview statement, he said that Gohan is the most powerful warrior in 
Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially is what he said. Um, we obviously haven't seen that lately. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are now with this statement believing that he's talking past tense here. And Gohan is going to achieve some new power in this movie that's going to push him to that. Yeah. Um, which is very possible. And I have to think of what will drive Gohan to this power. Um, and literally, the only thing I can think of is if Pan dies. Yeah. <laughs> He's seen Piccolo oh. die enough that I don't think Piccolo's death is really going to push him over that edge. Oh, like, I'll be honest, I think it's daughter. a translation thing. You think so? Because they all, there was also a quotation where Toriyama said that Broly is the strongest man. So it'd be kind of weird if Gohan's the strongest warrior, but Broly is somehow the strongest man. That would mean they're both the strongest. At... <laughs> so I think um, in Dragon Ball Legends, I'm going to pull Dragon Ball Legends as a reference here, because um, mm -hmm. I know it's used in some other ones, but Legends is the one that... I, that uh, the Earthlings are considered super warriors. That's the tag. Um, mm -hmm. So with Gohan considering himself more human and going down the human route for his evolution, you know, instead of going yeah. Super Saiyan, the the, the classification as strongest warrior means that he is the strongest Earthling. Which will make more sense, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because Gohan yeah. did yeah. decide to become more human trained rather than Saiyan. Yeah. Um, so strongest warrior may, might mean just strongest super warrior. Which feels like a cheat code for for him compared to Tien and Krillin who have to work for it. <laughs> he can still do it easily because <laughs> he still kind of gets stronger every time he fights <laughs> or after near death experiences. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's uh, my, that's my take on it. No, that's a perfectly good take. Um, so yeah, um, the runtime of the movie was revealed to be 120 minutes. That's two hours. Um, I'm going to take about maybe 10 of that is for credits. So you're looking at maybe 150, 145 minute movie or an hour, 45, an hour, 50 minute. Movie. That's a long movie. That's the longest of all the Dragon Ball movies so far. So clearly there's a lot that they're not showing from what yeah. it seems like. Yep. Um, we know somebody else is going to appear in this. The, the two androids are not going to be the main villains. The Red Ribbon Army are not going to be the main villains any of those characters. There is going to be somebody else, and they're keeping that a tight-knit secret. You know, the, the artist for Dragon Ball Super is randomly releasing art of Android 13. He just released a new art of Super Android 13, <laughs> the, the fused Android. Um, so people are, again, is Android 13 going to be in this movie? There's crazy hints and random pictures and descriptions of a brand new cell coming out. Um, maybe having different colors than the green. Um, who fucking knows it is. Obviously, Raditz is a big one. Um, it's the only image that's leaked that looks enough to, that that looks good enough to be a confirmation. Um, and the way that the manga keeps referencing Raditz and Saiyans, you know, it could be leading into Raditz coming back. Um, based on that too. Um, at this point, who are we getting? Are we getting all three, maybe? Um, I know I mean, Alfonso really wants Cell. Yes, I um, want Cell. Like, I want Rat. But Ben, who do you want at this point? <laughs> I want Android 21. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Android 21 would probably be the best and worst surprise. I think it would be the worst because people's expectations of somebody else is going to be 
obviously sell Raditz or somebody else, and they're going to be like, oh, it's not them, I'm super pissed. But it's also going to be the best, because people really love Android 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. oh, shit, they're making Android 21 canon. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And how will they change 21? You know, because obviously 21 fuses with Boo. So obviously there's going to be changes there. I would well, assume. Well, no, she wasn't fused with Boo. She had the Boo. It was basically Cell, but with Boo. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Wasn't that, when, they, Maybe, when they were making 21, they had Boo Cells. So Boo Cells got put into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I must yeah. have skipped that part. I'm sorry. I missed it. And I think she actually merged with Boo. But she's also Dr. Jero's wife. <laughs> Which is also thanks to a translation, people call a p- they call him the p word because she's like, I'm only ten years old. You're not ten years old. You were created ten years ago, <laughs> based on your adult wife. <laughs> it's like if eighteen came out and said that she's four because she was made four years ago. She's not four. She's a Hopefully. teenager. <laughs> Hope people understand no, that. Uh, yeah, both her and her brother were teenagers that didn't have parents. If I'm right, there. Tw- no, but. John Tejo was kidnapping teenagers and stuff like that for experiments. Well, that's how he got 17 and 18. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what, I was talk- that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Yeah, because 16 is supposedly 21's son. So. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Android 16 again come back somehow, but I know that's not going to happen. I mean, out of all of them, that should be the easiest one to bring back because he was just a robot. Just rebuild them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but will he be the same? That's the big no, difference. he wouldn't be exactly. the same. People want him to be the same. But technically... Uh, is Goku the same Goku as before because he was brought back to life? But anyway, yeah. So yeah, um, not long now until things start to leak for us, unfortunately. <laughs> um, for those who just expecting not to find out what's happening in the movie are in for a big disappointment because it's going to be everywhere. And that makes me sad. I wish they would have done a worldwide release at the same time um, so those things wouldn't be spoiled for us. But especially the lengths they went to you know, keeping the secrets of that movie, which I think they've done a great job. Unlike with Brawley, where they essentially just told you how Brawley was going to lose that fight in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. When they're like, here's Gogeta. Um, well, now we know. Yeah, now we know how he loses. This sucks. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah Gary, we should also mention that um, for the rest of the world, we get to see it in August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a, uh, two, three months. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> Super spoiled. <laughs> but hopefully it'll be good enough that we'd still want to watch it. Oh, I'm definitely watching it. Yo, that's, that's it. Gary, if tells it, I don't care what language. I don't care watching it. Yeah, I'm good. I want to watch it as soon as it comes out in Japan if there's a way. I'm sure there'll be a yes. way. Oh, I'm sure I'll be watching it like three days after it comes out. I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Um... <laughs> I just hope that it's not going to be one of those things where we talked about the expectations of whatever bigger villain there is. I hope it's not going to be something stupid like, oh, Dr. Giro is back and, you know, it's him. He's fused with 19. <laughs> and to we make get some Android, Android 39. <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the things it could be, um, like, I wouldn't even be disappointed if it was Android 13. Because I like that character because he punched Goku in the dick like right on screen. It was amazing. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't have a problem with Android 13 showing up and being the main guy. 
like would I want Raditz? Obviously, would I want Cell? I think Cell would make more sense. Um, but then if it's Cell, that means it's a second Cell. So then there's two cells because one is in Hell or already dead, I mean... and then you have this new Cell. <laughs> and then we're gonna have the whole Android Super Seventeen dilemma. Oh boy. <laughs> Is a new cell yeah. going to come and then find the old cell and they're going to merge into cell Yeah, X, I hope this don't like complicate things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you make a good point there. Yeah. Like, th- if people want cell, I think they want the original cell. Because if this is a new cell, he's not going to have the same personality of that cell. No. You know? And it just, it wouldn't be the same character, I feel. Unless somehow it is the same character and they're able to transfer his memories somehow. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. Um, anything else that I did not speak of? Nope. No, Alrighty. That's it for shall the movie. we? Mo- Alrighty. Um, shall we move on to the anime then? No, I um, want to talk about real quick. Okay. Oh, oh, please go quick. ahead. <laughs> um, go. I don't know why it took so long, but My Hero Academia third movie, Blu-ray and digitally, is now finally coming in August. This movie came out in October of last year. <laughs> Why so long? I don't know, but yeah, you finally get the digital Blu-ray in August. So yeah, nice. That's it. Okay. All right. For me, it's um, the Gacha game Dragon Ball Legends is now celebrating its fourth anniversary. Um, people already complained about the content, and <laughs> then I find that funny um, because I thought it was kind of decent amount of content. Uh, they released a new banner, which I feel bad because that got leaked on thanks to Apple. Because Apple decided to update the icon and the description of the game three days before the anniversary. So both banner units got leaked. <laughs> um, so we've got Master UI Goku and we've got uh, Super Saiyan Vegeta that transformed into Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. I did not pull the Goku, which makes me sad because he's broken as hell. I think like he's, he's, he is a meta-changing ga- ca- game character, which is good I mean, for UI Goku. Ben, you say broken, but yet he couldn't break Vegeta. So that's true. From the video I saw. <laughs> a good player makes him really good. Okay. Uh, because yeah, you he give yourself a... that credit. Man. <laughs> he has a, a, a unique gauge where um, if you don't press anything, you dodge attacks. Um, but he count when you, he dodges, he counters. So he can do damage to you if, if you miss him. So he, he is really good, but he's just very hard to use. So people aren't really using him correctly yet. The Vegeta is, is just a tank, like a ridiculous tank, and I love him. Um, but not just that, but they've also got a load of stuff to celebrate. There was a new TN, a new Krillin, a new Goku that have been released as a free unit. There's a new extreme mode where you fight a difficult challenge and then you get a ticket for each one of those. And that ticket can be used for a banner that has some old LF units. Um, it's a 10% chance, which is pretty good, really. Uh, and there's also a login bonus for the next 10 days, where every day you get 40 tickets, up to 400 tickets, so you can get 400 free summons. Um, and if you, this, this is a bit of a, this sucks in a way, but it's nice. Um, but you know, you know, LF is basically equivalent to LR, right, Gary? Yes. Um, every 10 days, if you log in every 10 days, um, you get one free ticket for a guaranteed LF for the next 40 nice. days. Nice. So there's there's four free LRs just for logging in. Um, the first, it, 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 it's kind of like a step up banner where there's a couple on the first ticket and then there's a couple on the next ticket and then the rest on the last ticket. I will say the first the first ticket does suck a lot. Um, so I, 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 
it's okay. I guess it's okay for new players, but it's Beerus, Goten, and Gohan. But the issue is all of them have aged because they were the first LRs. Mm. So um, the UI Goku is really good. And remember that everyone's like, there's no content. But I'm like, you understand that the anniversary started yesterday. Well, a few days ago from when this recorded. They're not going to drop mm. every piece of content on the on the first day. So, you know, we, we, we're going to get more. We, we know that Vegeta Blue is going to get Zenkai. So I'm excited for that. That's going to be the most broken unit of all time. Like, I, they couldn't, they, they, they took them like four months before they could find a unit that would counter him when he first came out. Uh, Hoi Poys are back, which is nice. I like those. Those are like a, like a bonus item thing. Um, and I think the only sad, the only thing I dislike is that the chance time is back. Um, no, I like, like most of the event is back, I guess, but chance time is probably the only event that I feel like is, is probably the worst event in any gacha game ever. Um, basically you get, you can get tickets from doing certain events and then you use those tickets to buy bingo balls. And then at the end of the anniversary, they, they roll and then you see if you won. It's just not, it's just, it's just bad. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see where the rest of the anniversary goes. And I really feel like the, the movie hack is what caused why the anniversary is a bit lacking. Because normally you have two banners per anniversary. But I feel like because of the movie hack, chances are the second banner was going to be about the movie. But because they can't release the movie stuff now because the movie's not out yet, they've had to push back the second banner until later. So, yeah. Now, I got to say, with the movie hack, I'm really surprised the the script for the movie didn't run or leak online. Yeah. I'm really surprised that whole... the, the Even the entire movie didn't leak online. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm really surprised that they were still able to keep that. So nobody still really knows what's going on. So again, oh, and- to the effort I put into them keeping secrets in this movie compared to Brawley. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, if you want to spend money, uh, I know you get the four LF free for free, but you can also spend $10 to also get another additional LF four times. So nice. As you play, imagine if Dokon gave you an LR for $10. No, they Plus give us an LR for Forty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes 40, when they release those stone things. For forty dollars, you can get four LRs plus a load of other resources. So, mm. and Legends, by the way, still has not reached top grossing ever. I feel bad for the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard when Genshin's around. <laughs> well, no. Supposedly, there's another game that's got a big event going on in Japan. So, mm. yeah. Um, well, also, everyone was hoping up, that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Also, everyone was hoping that the rates would be higher. But they said that that would never happen again because um, see how Legends works is you've got Z power where the more Z power you have, the higher stars, the higher stars, more damage. Uh, normally it's um, 600 Z power you get per summon. But this banner, you get 1,200 Z power. But New Year, uh, they had a triple Z power. So you got 1,800. So everyone was hoping that the anniversary would have that back. But they already said during that announcement, during that time, that they, they doubt it'll ever come back again because it was too, it was too good. Of course. But I, I, I think it will come back, but I think they'll save it for New Year again because that's when people spend the most money on the game. Like New Year in Japan is where people spend money on gacha games. So I expect that if it comes back, it'll be New Year for Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Vegeta. That's what I'm calling it. You know, the fusion unit from Doken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Legends. This would be the best time to start. But don't start. It's a gacha game. Uh, Tuesday will be the best start to start Dokken Battle, too, because Ooh. arguably the best Dokken Fest unit is releasing. Ginyu! <laughs> Captain Ginyu! Toko Sentai! Toko Sentai! 
<laughs> Captain Ginyu, considered by many the best Doken Fest unit, the best unit in general yeah. in, in Doken Battle. <laughs> the issue God with damn. him, though, is he is the best unit, but only if he was able to summon every other unit he has. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> he, he's good enough with the free to play Ginyu for his units, especially with their easy A's. <laughs> oh, yeah, but to make him the best, best, best unit, you need to have. Getting you and all his friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with him comes the easy A of the physical LR Ginyu Force, which is nice. Yep. Um, but yes, Ginyu's coming right before the anniversary. So yeah. this is one of those times where Doken isn't releasing the shitty unit right before the anniversary like they usually do. Yeah. They're releasing a unit people want to maximize money profit. Yeah. <laughs> people thought we we're going to get Raditz, who they consider to be one of the worst Doken face units. He but is the worst. We're getting Ginyu. <laughs> I sorry, I hate to be mean, but he is. Hey, I'm still gonna pull the shit out of him because it's fucking. I rad. mean, that's good because it's just a character you like, but it doesn't yeah. mean he's not horrendous. <laughs> hey, if he ends up being in the movie, they'll probably easy him right away for the North American version. Yeah. For the global version, he's gonna get a boost. <laughs> hell, hell b buff him for our version. They probably Wait, will, to be honest with do, you. With do how a much... Goku Black Star where the physical Goku Black is bearing in global than it is in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Let's do it. I hope see, they do Ginyu it. is great, but Rakum and Goldo is why I, I would I would be so... Um, uh, Rakum and yeah, Goldo is just broken. Like, they greatly lower attack and defense. They've got guard. They've got seal. They've got a stun. They, <laughs> they have everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, with uh, that, we should also mention Japan is getting uh, an exchangeable Goku. Yeah. Goku uh, from uh, Resurrection F, a new Dokafest unit. Goku exchanges with Vegeta. Yeah. For different reasons. You know, in, in the movie, he got shot like an idiot. Yeah. And, <laughs> and here he just, just exchanges with Vegeta. And a brand new Jacko, which yeah. means, you know what this means, though, right, Ben? This Officer means Krillin. that the LR is probably going to be the Golden God. Or so Officer Krillin. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm really I, I, Officer I'm Krillin gets an LR before Golden Freeze. <laughs> I'm going to be super pissed off. <laughs> I, I am hoping that I know it's I, in some ways I hope and don't hope, but I kind of hope that Officer Krillin, the SR, comes back so that people can get him again. Yeah, because you've never been able to get him again. I have him link level 10. That, that's the only time I've had a YouTuber respond to me because I posted the fact that I, I grinded Officer Krillin to SS at link level 10. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, but that uh, with that, that news, though, also they announced uh, LR Metal Cooler Army is getting an EZA as well. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. Um, but that, I actually that really Vegeta. like that unit. Uh, you do know that? Do you know that what the Vegeta's passive is, right? Uh, after he exchanges with Goku. Yeah. Uh, all additional attacks or all crits, I believe. Twenty-five percent crit per Rainbow Sphere. Yeah, so he's going to crit all the time. Oh, and he changes spheres for the first three turns. Mm -hmm. So I saw a picture of him having 12 million attack stat. Oh, joy. <laughs> but I don't, Vegeta, I mean, only lions. good in video games. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But already, I, I, I think else? that the Jacko's super attack is much better than Goku. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Like, Definitely cool. better than, than Goku's. Vegeta's even better than Goku. <laughs> yeah. I will say that the Goku stacks, so make sure just stack with Goku until you need to and then switch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, shall we move on then? Anime time. <sighs> Alrighty, I, I want to apologize, first off. Um, I thought this was going to be a completely different anime, and it ended up being a 
lonely, sad, yeah. heartbreaking anime instead. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the, the, the description makes it sound lovely, and then the picture makes it sound lovely, and then you watch, and you're like... Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was also very hard for you, Ben, yeah. because of what happened with you in real life mm. as well. Um, but yeah, Kotaro uh, Lives Alone. Um, it's a Netflix-exclusive anime. Um, it's literally about, I believe they said he's a 40-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah, four year old yep. kid who essentially moves into an apartment complex by himself. Um, and he asked all the other residents for help here and there. Uh, but he's also very yeah. independent. He wants to do everything alone. Um, but the four other residents, or the three, I should say, um, they kind of take it upon themselves to help him in any way they can. Um, one of them is who looks like a Yakuza member. Um, I believe his name is Tomaru. Um, the main, uh, I say the second or the co-main character is Shin, uh, his next door neighbor. He's a manga artist and Mm -hmm. a girl called, uh, Mizuki, who Mm -hmm. is a hostess, uh, for uh, one of those Japanese, uh, bars where you ask for a woman to come and spend time with. Um, I don't remember. I don't really know exactly what they're called, but, um, yeah, yeah. They all take it upon themselves. What is it? I think you're right with hostess. Yeah. I think it's like a hostess bar slash restaurant. Yeah. Um, but they all take it upon themselves to kind of help him out. You know, Shin kind of starts helping him by going to the bath with him because he sees a report on the news of missing children. Uh, so he's like, I can't let this four-year-old kid go to the bathhouse on his own because his apartment doesn't have a bath. Um, and then slowly we get introduced to some of the other characters. Um, but yeah, this anime, um, it's sad and it really makes you feel lonely i guess just like yeah. he feels lonely um kotaro um yeah. we don't at first know why he's by himself but i think we can all kind of make made the assumption why he's by him now i mm-hmm. honestly at the start i thought like oh maybe both his parents are dead and he's by himself but that wasn't the case um we do find out that you know his dad is looking for him he's essentially run away from his dad um mm-hmm. And we find out later that, you know, his mom passed away. We don't know why or how. Um, But it's it's kind of suggested in a very dark way that his mom might have taken her own life. Yeah, because they have flashbacks and she's always looking depressed, but she's always on her phone. And why she's on her phone, what she's seeing there, we don't know. Uh, What we do know is eventually she just leaves. She says, I will return someday. And you have to take care of yourself, is what she tells him. And she leaves. Um, But we do find out that she's dead. Um, We find out that his dad is looking for him. Um, And we we get a cutscene where he finds him in a group home at one point. Um, But he's not able to get to him because the the people there won't let him to, to see him. But he's angry. He's super pissed off. So we assume he was like a super abusive father, you know? But the we way don't Kotaro... know that yet because there were times that he did have happy times with his dad. Yeah, so and Kotaro had those flashbacks where his dad was super nice and gentle to him. So what I had happened? He we... becomes abusive when the mother left. That's my assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, even we now, just or, don't know. Even though Kotaro, Kotaro just has nice flashbacks to his father and doesn't see the actual other side. Like someone that can be abusive doesn't mean doesn't mean that they're always abusive hundred percent of the time. It could be that his father was just really mean to his mum, like when it, you know he wasn't around. Yeah, and I think it's another thing that this anime has done phenomenally 
is it it really did a great job of putting you in the shoes of a child in a situation of an abusive home um and you're kind of seeing it from their point of view where throughout the show he constantly talks about like it's his fault that his dad is like that so he wants to become stronger so his dad accepts him you know he believes that his mom is alive and you know she left when he was when she was obviously still alive so he remembers her being alive but we also see that she never really paid attention to him um whereas he believes that she loved him and she did pay attention to him and i think that's what the the story what they did so great is conveying the view of a, the child in the situation where something this bad is happening to them um where he sees his father always in a happy light when in reality he wasn't and he just wants to hold on to the good memories is the way i saw it you know yeah. his dad probably was good at one point and something drove him to be terrible and he just doesn't want to remember those so he blocks them out um mm-hmm. that's how i see it out um but yeah um some of the things you guys liked, like Alfonso, go ahead, tell me about your experience okay, um, with the anime. You wanted to talk about this for a while, so again, Gary, I I think this this is one of the, one of your best recommendations again because of what's going on in the anime. A lot of things I don't agree with. There's a there's a lot of things messed up with this anime. Okay, no kid should be living on his own. No four year old, no four year old child should be living on his own. That shows you that these landlords that rented him the place doesn't care because they only care for their money. Okay, that 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 like I there's certain things I don't understand with this anime that is allowed. His insurance company that gives him his money should not be given to a four year old. I don't understand. I like that's not the thing supposed to be given to him when they turn eighteen because he's an adult. You could do what you want, but to a four year old that doesn't make sense to me. I I don't understand how they couldn't do something. Like where I understand you, you ran away his father, but they the government, you know, the state or wherever he's living is supposed to take responsibility that his father is still alive. Okay, you could always do supervision and have people watch his watch the father, watch him because he's a four year old. He can't do this on his own. I I I love Carcero. Don't get me wrong. I love Carcero because he's not acting as a. He's not what we seen from this this anime. He's not acting as a child. He thinks he needs to act like an adult. And we see it where there is certain... I forgot which episode it was. Where the episode, he, he didn't want to cry. Because that crying is wrong because of what his father told him. And he's trying his best. And part of the reason why I love it so much is because, yes, he's trying to act like an adult. But the other characters, you know, Shin and uh, Musiki and the other one, they're trying to make him act like a child because he's still a child. And there's no rush to grow up. I love every episode because every episode, there was some type of lesson that cultural teach um, certain characters, like the, the kid that was sick, where he felt, oh, you, you can't be sick because that makes you weak. But the kid taught cultural that I choose to leave because I don't want the other classroom, the other classmates to get sick. And then cultural see him as not being weak, but being strong. So there's always some interaction with cultural teaching somebody or somebody teaching cultural something so i love all the episodes because they're all they all teach him something but key moments that i like because first of all he has an amazing mafia accent 
a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> With the whole balloon, the, the whole balloon situation, I, I find that to be very funny. Thank you. That was the best fake smile I ever saw on a four-year-old. <laughs> that that was fantastic. Um, there's there's other moments where that that was wrong, but I was okay with. I'm gonna be completely honest, y'all. I didn't have a big as much problem. I I know Ben would, and I know you, Gary. I didn't have a big as much problem with this anime because it reminded me a lot like um. Ben's recommendation, Miss Kobayashi, which there is a character named Kobayashi, so that was a plus for me. I don't know, I was getting that same concept, that same kind of feeling because Kobayashi also had her issues, and Toru has her issues with her father and how they and the humans and the war and all between them. But knowing all that, like just watching it, I was at peace. Like, not with the bad parts, but with the good parts. Like, just watching it, I just felt so relaxed. Like, I, and like, it was just peaceful at ease, just watching it with ease. Oh, that's what I was feeling. I, I don't know about y'all guys, but yeah, yeah. Anything y'all want to add? Um, I wasn't feeling peace. <laughs> I was feeling sadness the whole time. Um, like you I brought said, up the balloon. I felt sad, uh, but yeah, I felt ahead. like it was so well done that that was why it was so sad. Like you could really, the, the art style put me off at first. I'll admit that. But once you get into watching it, you realize that the art doesn't matter that much. It's the story. Mm-hmm. I don't know much more I can add, but yeah, I. It was it was a good anime. Well, in context. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you brought <laughs> up the 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 balloons and that was the probably the moment where I shed my first tear during this anime. Um I did. It was a very sad moment. Um like he's getting these balloons, he's pretending to be somebody else because he can only have one per customer. Yeah. So he dresses up as you know other people. The guy obviously knows it's him, but he thinks he's getting these yeah. balloons for his family, you know, his mom, his dad, his sister, and his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it's happening is that you think that he's getting them for the people in the apartment building, his friends. Um, yes, because he's usually giving them presents because of but, them, them helping him out. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. And he asked Shin to draw faces on it, on them, you know, which Shin does because he's a manga artist. And then we see him in the park playing by himself with these balloons imagining that his family is there with i was in tears it was horrible <laughs> um it was a very sad moment you know um, but then on the other side you've got sad but happy moments um where like remember the birthday episode where they, mm-hmm. they're celebrating a birthday at the at the at the um at the kindergarten and then they find out that it was his it's it cultural's birthday and that's why they were doing it so all mm-hmm. the apartment people buy him a cake and then he's like one second i gotta go and he runs off with the cake and then wishes all the cats happy birthday because, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, the, the stray alone. cats yeah. that, that he made friends with. That's still sad, yeah. though. <laughs> stray yeah. kitties. Nobody wants that. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what I said, the sad, happy moment. Like, it was sad that they, they, they're stray kitties, but at the same time, you could see how much he cares about everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see that, that how much, they, you know, that like he's willing to take his own cake and then bring it to these stray cats. Like, he's sacrificing his own birthday party to celebrate it for other people mm-hmm. what well, we see throughout the anime he's always thinking of other people before he's ever thinking about himself yes he um, always puts himself last and i that that is a weakness that's, that's not a good thing like what really bothered me like certain there's certain things that bother me like the whole classmate when they want to go play and they keep giving him, him keep giving cultural their lunches their leftovers and he's eating it i was like 
and we we noticed that they they said it shame he's like you're getting a little overweight like are you doing anything different and he's telling them no and we find out why that he's eating his uh his classmates leftovers but he also stated that the reason i'm doing it because i don't want to see food being wasted like i get what he's doing but you're hurting yourself overfeeding yourself like yeah <laughs> <laughs> there, there's moments there's moments like the the moment with um uh Misaki and the boyfriend, the abusive boyfriend hitting her and Kotaro, she made this promise with Kotaro saying that I will never leave you. And Kotaro doesn't want that because, you you know, at that time his head was down and he was crying. He knows about why he shouldn't cry, but he knows himself that he can't stay here because if it keeps on, something bad is going to happen. If it wasn't that, it was with his friend that he grew up in the the, the home who was stealing well tricking him to take his money what what i love about cultural is that he's not stupid he's very smart for a four-year-old because he figured out all these people he could he could read people's emotions just by getting to know them for the, the first couple of days and that's another reason why i love this anime so much mm-hmm. <sighs> well what else can i add so this, this, this i want to i want to save my last like my last thought when i give my reading there's, there's something there's something similar to something that I hope doesn't happen if they make a season two. And I don't want to say yes. So I'll, I'll just save it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was actually kind of upset when Mizuki left um, when he told her to leave. Otherwise, it's going to get worse. I really liked yeah. her character. So I was kind of pissed off that she left. And even though I liked Kobayashi uh, because she's like terrified of children, but she does her best to be around him. Um, no, Kobe, Kobayashi is the lawyer. Is it? Who's the one that is yeah, I afraid forgot of her name? Yeah, I, for, I forgot her name. Uh, what is her uh, name? <laughs> yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah, so did I. Oh, Sumri. Sumri. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sumri, yeah. Um, I liked her character, but she just, she wasn't Mizuki. I thought Mizuki yeah. was a much better character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought yeah. maybe she'd come back, but she never did, which kind of upset me. I don't know why they decided to get rid of her. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, the, the final episode... I thought was it. I felt like it should have been more than it was because I feel like it just kind of ends. It felt like a mid-season finale rather than the finale for the season. You know, um, they 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 go to the cemetery where Kotaro's grandparents. Grandparents, are. Are, yeah, yeah. Shin goes with him because it's super far away. Um, yeah, and he, you know he wants to pay his respects, tell them how he's doing, and Shin sees that his mother's name is uh is there as well uh she's buried next to her parents um mm-hmm. so that's when he realizes that his mom is dead um Kotaro believes that she's still alive and i doubt that i i think he knows that she's gone but he doesn't want to accept that she um that's what i personally feel i think he knows um but he kind of stands in the way of her name and Kotaro questions him, why are you standing there? Get out of the way. You're distracting me. And like one of the big things about that episode is being a liar. And, you know, Kotaro says Shin is a liar because he overslept to go to the train station with him. <laughs> um, so he calls him a liar constantly. And Shin makes the promise to him that he will never lie to him again. Um, and and this, at, uh, at that moment, Kotaro asks if he believes his mom will ever come back to him. And Shin lies to him and says, "Yes, that was heartbreaking as shit." And this is where, and this is where it comes to my thought. This is where it comes to my point. 
when the whole yes, this whole anime with the line, yes, you're right. And then he lies to him again, saying you never do it again. When I heard that, this reminds me of the end of Last of Us. And they make a season mm-hmm. two. And they make a season two and they do what they did in Last of Us Two, where he finds out and they stop talking. And then something happens to Shin. Hotoro will never be the same. Yes, mm-hmm. he's experienced trauma already, but he has handled it. I feel as a four-year-old, he's handling it very well. And the reason why I feel he won't handle it this time, because regardless of how cultural treats Shen, because sometimes he treats Shen like, oh, why are you here? Why are you in my apartment? No one invited you. I don't need you to follow me. I don't need you to take me to school. In the end, cultural consider Shin as a father figure. Shin has done most for cultural than any of the other two tenants that live near him. And you basically told him, that will never, and you broke that promise. You broke your trust. You broke your bond with this person. Mm-hmm. Not only will he feel bad that he lied, but like I said, if something bad happens to Shin where they can never make up, culture will never be the same. And I, I'm, I'm hoping if they do make a season two, that what that doesn't happen because Kota right now, he's a four year old kid. He doesn't have his parents. His father, we don't know where his father is at. His mother is dead. He doesn't have his grandparents. Shin is all he has. Yes, he, he has the, the I forgot the the, 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 ma- the mafia's due name, and Sumeri and Kabayashi and even Mizuki, because she's still around, because we saw her in the, the end credits. He has, but he's mostly with Shin. He's asking for Shin for everything. Oh, can you draw uh, these characters on my bandage and on the balloons? And will you help out with the, the festival? It's always Shin, 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 Shin. And I, I'm, like I say, I'm really hoping that doesn't happen in season two, if a season two does come out. Yeah. So, yeah, like, the, the season ends on this episode. And, like, like you said, like, there's so much still unresolved, especially with Kotoro's past. Um, outside yeah. of the fact that we, we kind of already knew his mom was dead, like, halfway through when the lawyer essentially brings him yeah, the, the money. money. Yeah. Uh, Kobayashi's a great character, also. I really loved her character. Um, he gets her life insurance. So we know she's dead. That's the only way you're going to get away from her. Um, yeah. And they keep telling Kotaro that it's a donation, a generous donation, uh, but it's this allowance from that mm-hmm. life savings that's constantly delivered to him. And this is why I think he knows that his mom is gone, that she's dead, because the one moment where he purposely gets Kobayashi drunk. She's drink beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He purposely gets her drunk just so he can get the answer out of her, of who... Um, yeah. is this benefactor because he's not allowed to know who the benefactor is who's doing the donations and for a moment you think she's going to tell him but she holds on to her drunken attitude and she tells him the company line it's a benefactor who we can't you know they can't reveal the name and at that moment you can see that Kotaro um he it's in that moment the Kotaro's expression for me and the way he says it Tells me that he knows who where the money's coming from, and he knows his mom is dead. He just wants somebody to admit to him that she's dead mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because he's a smart kid. He figures everything out. Um, yeah, and I think he does know. He just wants somebody to admit it to him, and it's I think something like I said. He doesn't want to admit it to himself because he doesn't want to mm-hmm. believe that he's literally on his own. You know, um, yeah, outside of his dad, who we still don't know why. He has a restraining order against his dad. And I'll admit, um, though, yeah. I can't remember what the name of the guy, the, the friend at the gravestone that tells the lie. 
Like, technically, it's not Shin. a lie. Like, Shin's lying at the present moment, but he will see his mom eventually one day. So, you know, I, f- I feel like it's like he's trying to say in a way that doesn't hurt, but at the same time, not say it. Like, yeah. I saw it as a, a, not a full lie because, you know. Yeah, and and if... if and cultural... she's still, ten- you know, still t- watching over him. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Not much, you know, you know, in the way most people think, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think Kotaro doesn't hold it against him for lying to him if Kotaro knows that he's lying to him about his mom, because maybe Kotaro doesn't think Shin knows that his mom is dead. Um, so he maybe Shin Kotaro also doesn't believe that Shin is lying to him. Um, but it's all very coincidental that he's asked that specific question when Shin finds out that his mom is actually dead. Um, it almost feels like a test, you know? He's testing yeah. Shin. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope there's a second season. I just feel like yeah. it just leaves yeah. off like randomly. It's like a random episode that it just leaves off on. Yeah. Um, wasn't like any season finale you would expect. So I do hope there's a second season. Um, but yeah, this anime super sad to me. But I watched it through and through. It was very enjoyable. Um, and it's a tearjerker. I was emotional a lot in this anime. So um, yeah, uh, random before I we, I give my final thoughts and score. Um, Shin's editor is just creepy as fuck. I'm sorry. That laugh that he gives. <laughs> no. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, he helped him. He let him be a kid for a day. I know. I that and that's that's the because they they see it. They see Kotaro and, and the editor talking it and Kotaro saying that yes, Shin needs to get on, you know, double down on his work and he needs to do better. And you can see it that He's focused more on adulthood than childhood. So, yes, I love that moment that he gives him all these toys. And um, I don't remember the name of this cartoon that he loves so much. And he has the big doll of it and the the video game. And, yes, for once, we get to actually see Corsal be a child. That was one of the good moments of the anime. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. But his laugh is pretty. Because I don't think he laughs. He says that he's laughing. It's like when people say LOL instead of actually yeah, oh god, that's that, yeah, that. like you're talking to them face to face, and they're like, oh well, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that was cringe. I'm sorry, <sighs> but yeah, um, any final thoughts then, Ben? Uh, I know that last episode was probably a lot harder than it was for us, for you, but uh, no, it was a really rough anime, but it was, I thought it was really well done and it touched the subjects perfectly, like, mm. so yeah, I, 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 I give it a an eight out of ten. Okay. No, uh, nine. Alfonso? Nine out of ten. A nine. Okay. Um. Yeah. Even though it's sad, this still gets a ten. This gets a ten for me. Ten out of ten. I I love all the episodes. Like all the episodes were were a teachable moment. Uh, I'm telling you just now, Gary. I mean, I know we have a lot left to recommend, and I know it was nowhere done. But I love this anime of yours so much that it's now my number one pick for you when it's time to do our our recommendation at the end of the year. Oh, That's how good you. this anime was for me. Like now, now because I know we do top three, I had to push it to top five because this anime, <laughs> this anime, yeah, this, this is one of the best animes you chose. Yeah, I love this anime. So yeah. Thank you. I chose it for different reasons and it ended up being something else. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Um, well, not unfortunately. It was still great. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine and a half. I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah, the the half is probably yeah. the animation wasn't the best through and through, um, yeah. but it was still goddamn good overall. So. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think yeah, it's, it's one of those animes that they probably had to do during COVID, so they didn't have too many people working on it. <laughs> um, that's why it's so contained, I guess you can say. Um, yeah. But you were like, man, this looks like an adorable anime. This will be nice. Yeah, I just thought it was like some anime with some random kid who thinks he's <laughs> a samurai and is going to be like funny and hilarious, and it ended up being the opposite. It was super sad and emotional and heartbreaking. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, already, Alfonso, mm-hmm. it's not your turn, apparently. Yeah, it's not turn. Turn. Yeah. Turn, yeah. Yay! You just can't yeah. say no, can you? Yeah, I can't say no. No, you can't. Literally, <laughs> All right. If he she, said no, I'm worried. She, yeah. So this time she decided to go with a comedy. Um, okay. I kind of cheated because I was watching this way before she picked it. So I'm not in the wrong because I watched like half the episodes. So I still have to wait till she starts because she didn't start yet. But her recommendation is Zombie Land Saga. And it's not what you think. I was like, I'm not going to go into details because, like I said, I watch. But it's not your typical zombies where, oh, they're eating brains, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it does involve, which, it kind of happens zombie in Zombie Land the anime. Saga Zombies Land Saga Revenge? I'm guessing oh, Zombie Land uh, Saga. Zombie Land Saga because Revenge is this, uh, season two. So okay. Zombie Land Saga is season one. So yeah. Um, it's not your typical zombie thing. It's, it's highly funny. It's a lot of comedy. And like I said, it's totally different from our normal zombie attack that we usually see. So I think it's 12 episodes. You can find it on Crunchyroll. I'm not sure it's on Funimation, but yeah, that is a recommendation. Is. Yeah. Okay, so that's a recommendation. Okay. All righty. Um, I guess that's it. Alfonso then. Shout outs. Where can people reach you? Uh, shout out to you, Gary. Like, once again, um, I, I so far, you're the most that's doing these type of recommendations first with japan and now cultural where these type of things happen in real world and i feel people who make these animes need to make more animes like this because it teaches the people who are watching it a life lesson because it's not talked about a lot in reality and people enjoy these well people watch a lot of anime and, and play a lot of video games and stuff like that and it needs to be taught more so Good on you for picking this. Um, shout out to you guys, like always. It's good to be back on the Anime Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter, at AliChan7. Ben? Uh, thank you for the, the, the anime. It was it was interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this new one. You can find me at MG underscore Chili. Um, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. We say that, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, thanks, Alfonso, for the kind words. You know, I tried to find animes like that. Uh, because I feel like a lot of anime is very samey, so I try to steer mm-hmm. yeah. clear of it yeah. as much as possible. I always try to find the unique stuff that I can. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard because there's not a lot of it, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I appreciate those words. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalaush. That's G A G L A U S H. And uh, shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for joining me. Shout out to the listeners. Thank you for listening. And that's it. We're done. Goodbye. I will add. Lives alone. I will add. I know it's not completely anime related, but I'm hoping we just had the alpha for the multiverse game on, you know, PlayStation. So good. Uh, by the way, I got to play it. it yeah, I streamed that. It was fun. Um, it was. It's the little things that game did that really did it for me. The little quirks of the characters. Can we get JoJo in that game? <laughs> It'd be nice. Yeah, can we get JoJo Bizarre Adventure in that game? It's very possible. Because it's owned curious, by Warner Brothers. Who, who did you play as? I my favorite my favorite was Wonder Woman. Ah. Okay. Personally. <laughs> um, I like Rain Dog. Nice, nice. 
Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, it had a lot of all the characters were fun. Um, Velma was fun. Uh, yeah. There's a point where Velma can lose her glasses. Yeah. And if she loses her glasses, your screen goes blurry. Like you can't see. It was amazing. Oh, that, that's a nice feature. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a nice yeah. feature. It's a fantastic, it's the small details like that. You lose your glasses and she like crawls on the ground and your screen is a little blurry. So it's hard for you to see. It's so good until you find your glasses. I'll be honest. I just wanted to ask if Jojo would be in it. That's, that's the only reason why I brought it up because I want Jojo. Because <laughs> one of the brothers owed Jojo, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So It'd be nice. We'll see. Jojo's for more have Yeah. They have such a plethora of characters they can throw into that game. And I think you, that's yeah. what makes it great that it's free to play, is that they can yeah. release like a gotcha system, a shit ton of characters. Remember that helps. My yeah. only issue is one of the lead characters is supposedly Ted Lasso. <laughs> if they can make it work, they can make it work. Go for it. Right. <laughs> Ted Lasso can supposedly join, and this um, what was it? There's a few that leaked. Um, also, it looks like the Naruto rumors are more coming true because yeah, we might even see Naruto in it at one point. So, yeah. That's fine. I anyway. know one of the one of the weeks was also the Powerpuff Girls, not yeah. as individual units, but yeah. as a whole. So yeah, will be interesting there. Please <laughs> be based on the that. original rather than the reboot that's coming out, though. Yes, I think it will be the original because the reboot is about them being adults and not liking the fact that they were superheroes. Yeah, nobody wants that. E- emo Powerpuff Girls. Anyway, no, sorry. End of the anime podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.